Hello, welcome everyone. My name is Andre and I am the manager of Twins Tours and Travel, a travel agency located in Jerusalem and Israel. And we host groups and people from all over the world. And today we're going to learn about the geography of the land of the Bible. And this is the core question of the online session today. And the session will be around 40 to 45 minutes. And if you have questions, you can send us an email or send us a question on Google Hangouts and we will answer your questions by the end of the session. And also, if you like this session so much and you enjoy it, please share it with your friends and share it with so many people as you can. And we're gonna take this subject, the geography of the land of the Bible, and why geography is so much important. And I'm going to use this PowerPoint presentation to help in this webinar, in this session. And again, again, if you are online or you see this later on YouTube and you enjoy it so much, please share it with so many people or just connect with us and tell us thank you for this information. This session is dedicated for serious, serious people that want to learn about the Bible. And this session about the geography is deep in information. So it's if you want to increase your knowledge about the Bible and you go deep into this, this is for you. It's, it's especially for pastors, especially for people who really study scripture and people just want to learn more about the land of Israel. And this is my website and this is my email. And again, if you enjoy it, please send us an email or share it with so many people. And we'll start with this session, Geography of the Land of the Bible. It's such an important subject. And I'm gonna take a core question in this study today. Why to study the geography of the Bible? Why it's so important and why geography matters? And hopefully by the end of the session, you're gonna get an answer for this question. And I want you to think during the session, why geography matters? And as you see the location of the land, here of the Bible, the Holy Land is in the center. It's like a buffer zone between the east and the west and the north and the south. And we are really located in the center of the world in like the Middle East. And why? Why this location? And why it's so important? Because it's a land that connects empires and this is the ancient routes. We know about three major routes that came through the land of Israel. And we have so many names for the land of the Bible throughout history. So many, but we can give you a few of them. We know about the Levant, and we know about another name, Mesopotamia, and we have another name, the land of milk and honey, the Holy Land the promised land, the land of Canaan. We have so many names of this land because of so many empires that came and conquered this land. So any empire that is strong in the East throughout history, like we can say the Crusaders or the Greeks, anyone coming so strong have to come and conquer us 
And the same thing, any empire strong, also in the West, they have to come to conquer us because we are a land that is like a bridge that connects the East with the West and the North with the South. So location is so much important. Now, geography of the land is so important because when you learn about it, it talks so much about the identity of the people and about the people groups in the land, the Canaanites, the Israelites, the Moabites, the Amorites, the Hittites, so much important to identify these people. And we can learn that through geography. And also geography will help us to make deep connections and reasons where the stories took place of the Bible and at these specific locations. For example, an example, why did King David fought with Goliath at the Ella Valley? Why in that location? And if we understand geography, we're going to know the answer. And also, geography will help us to understand people groups better. So when we understand the geography of the land we can understand more when we read scripture and this is a topographical map of the land of israel and i just want to talk a little bit about the most important routes that cross our country and through ancient times there were three important trade trade roads and the first important one is called the via maris and the via maris Via Maris, the road of the sea. And it started all the way from Egypt, all the way here from Egypt, and continued all the way through Gaza, all the way up through Ashkelon, through the Mediterranean Sea, all the way up, all the way up. And in Caesarea, switch through the valley, to the Jezreel Valley, and into Megiddo at the center. You see this arrow here is the Jezreel Valley and continued all the way, all the way up to the Sea of Galilee and from the Sea of Galilee to the north, all the way up to Damascus. The Amaris is the same name for the road to Damascus. It's mentioned so many times in scripture. So it's so important to understand about this route. It's also mentioned in the book of Matthew. It's mentioned in the Old Testament and Isaiah, the highway between east and west and the vmr is connected mesopotamia all the way the east babylon all the way with egypt it used to be a three-month route it's a dirt route and the the route will take around three months and anything happens on the vmr in three months will be spread in the roman empire another route that we do not see here is the King's Highway. It's in Transjordan, but this route is so important. It was used so much during ancient times and it reached all the way to East Turkey, all the way, continues all the way to Babylon, East Turkey, and meets in Haran. Haran, we know about Haran from the Bible. Also Abraham, when he went from Ur of the Chaldeans all the way up to Haran, and from Haran went all the way down south. And Haran, just for your information, is where the Via Maris meets with the King's Highway. And Haran was like a location that is so much important for trade and commerce and such a center city in the Middle East. We can say like New York today, uh, it's a center 
is a center for trade. And what did Abraham do is similar to others. He went through the trade routes that existed at his time. He didn't do anything different. And he entered, entered the promised land from Haran and down to the south. And also a third route, which is also very important, is the route of the patriarchs, the road of the patriarchs, which is on the hill country. And also Abraham traveled through the road of the patriarchs. Like we are talking about Hebron, we are talking about I, we are talking about like Bethlehem, and this is on Jerusalem, that's the hill country. So routes are so important. To summarize, three important routes, the Via Maris, the road of the sea, which is cold. Second one is the King's Highway, and which is more to East and Transjordan. And the third one is the road of the Patriarchs that crossed the hill country. And the topography is so much important. When we understand these routes, we understand scripture. Now, I'm going to go into details about the geographical regions of the land. And there are six geographical regions. Number one is called the coastal plain. And it's so important to understand about the Mediterranean Sea and the coastal plain. Number two is called the Shefelah. The Shefelah in Hebrew means the low land, the low land, the humble land. And this is where also King David fought with Goliath, fought with Goliath. And number three is the hill country, which is the mountain ridge, and that was mostly dedicated to the Israelites, and throughout the Israelite kingdom, they conquered and controlled the hill country, which is high, and topographical regions, and so important for military. And number four is the Jordan Valley, which is the great Syrian-African Rift Valley. And that Rift Valley is 4,000 miles long, all the way from the south, from Mozambique, continue Africa, Mozambique, all the way up to the mountains of Ararat, Turkey. And the Jordan Valley, the great Syrian-African Rift Valley, is so important to understand in this session because it separates two continents. It separates Africa from Asia like the land of Israel, the land of Canaan is in Africa. I'm speaking geologically, all right? Geologically, not politically or anything else. Geologically, we are in Africa, and the other side, Transjordan, is in Asia. So this valley is so important to learn about and understand. And the fifth is the Transjordan Plateau, the land of the Edomites, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and where all these started, all these different kind of people groups. And of course, number six is the desert, the Negev, the Negev, who the capital of Beersheba. So what we're going to do, we're going to go point by point into these six topographical regions about the land of Israel. This is another map, show you the land. This is the coastal plain, the Mediterranean Sea here. Then we see the Shvela, the low land, and we see number three, the hill country, which is up high. And then we're going to see the Jordan Valley. And then Transjordan and the south, the Negev, the desert, the wilderness. So maps help us really to find these six geographic, geographical regions. The coastal plain is divided into three major plains. 
Number one is the plain of Asher, two, the plain of Sharon, and the Philistine plain. And we're going to take one by one into details. Now, you're going to see new terminology or new cities that you don't know, but follow me with the map. And this is, as I said, so much, so much into details. So we're going to take first the plain of Asher, which starts from Roshanikra in the north, which is the northern city uh, of the borders of the Mediterranean Sea of Israel and all the way down to Mount Carmel. It's not a big area. It's 20 miles by 5 miles. And there are two rivers, two important rivers, the Naaman River south of Akko and the Kishon River nearby the Mount Carmel. And also, we know that there were 12 tribes ruling the land and there was the tribe of Asher and Zvilun in the north, Naphtali we more, more, Issachar more, always to the east. And we know about Gad, Simeon, Judah, Manasseh, even in East Reach Transjordan. But the plain of Asher was dedicated for the two tribes, Asher and Zvilun. And if you have your Bible and your scripture, you can read this in 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 16 and first kings chapter 9 10 to 14 i will not use the time to read the scripture but i put it for you and whenever you have time you can go and see these references so section number two about with the plain of sharon and also mentioned so many times in scripture the plain of sharon and we continue all the way south from mount carmel ridge all the way south to Tel Aviv and its area of 60 miles and there is the Crocodile River Nahal Tananim from Mount Carmel starts and this is the where the springs that brought all the way water to Caesarea from the Crocodile Springs from Mount Carmel and all the way south to the Yarkon River in Tel Aviv. I don't know if you heard about the Yarkon River. So rivers are so much important when it comes to topography. And we know about three important cities at that time. It was Kisaria, Joppa is the biblical name for Jaffa, and Dor, of course, and other biblical cities, but these are the most important. And we know that was a swamp area. And when I showed you the Via Maris, uh, the road, went all the way east through the Jezreel Valley because it was a swamp area. So the VMRs can continue through the Mediterranean coastal plain. And we know it was dedicated for the tribe of Manasseh. The reference, as mentioned here, is 17, 7 to 10. And number three of the coastal plain is the Philistine plain is so important. We know the Philistines ruled on the 12th century and they controlled all over the Mediterranean Sea and it was well fortified. These are people who came from Greece and Crete and founded the five Philistine towns and established them. We read about it also from Amos chapter 9 verse 7 and Joshua 13 3 and these five cities are Ashkelon, Ashdod, Gaza, Ekron and Gad and we know about the story of the Ark of Covenant that has spent seven months in the Philistine plain. Remember, there was a battle, and there was at Shiloh, a hill country, 
and they had a war against the Philistines. So the Israelites decided to bring all the way the Ark of Covenant because the tabernacle stood in Shiloh for 369 years. I'm talking about before King Solomon. I'm talking about before King David uh, and building the temple. I'm talking about the period of the judges where the Jews went three times a year all the way to Shiloh all the way to Shiloh for celebrating the three Jewish festivals, Passover, Tabernacle, and Pentecost. And that was the center, the center of worship for 369 years. But because of the threat of the Philistines on the coastal plain, the Israelites started to lose. So they said, let's bring the Ark of Covenant. There was a lot of sin at that time with the high priest, Eli. And they brought the Ark of Covenant and there was a war with the Philistines, the Bible says 34,000 people died and the Philistines took and captured the Ark of Covenant and took it down to their cities. And we know the story that curses came on these temples and cities, so they decided to leave the Ark of Covenant and the Ark of Covenant moved all the way, all the way from the Philistines town to Beit Shemesh, and from Beit Shemesh to Kiryat Yarim, and stood at the house of the high priest Abinadab for 20 years, and then King David came and took the Ark of Covenant all the way up to Jerusalem, and we know King David, like he killed so many people, he committed adultery, so he could not build the temple for God, until his son Solomon came and took the Ark of Covenant and put it in the first temple. So shortly, I told you the story of the Ark of Covenant, and you have to understand, it's so much related to the hill country and to the Mediterranean coastal plain with the Philistines, all right? So the battle took place in between a site called Ebenezer. Anyway, this is only an example. So the Philistine towns are so important, you can read about the Ark of Covenant in First Samuel, Chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. And we know that in Scripture, we know that Abraham also journeyed through the land of the Philistines. Genesis 21, 32 to 34. Just to let you know, we are speaking only about one section now. About one section, which is only, only the coastal plain. And as you see in the map, this is really a good map. That speaks about, number one, we spoke about the plain of Asher. Plain of Asher in the north with the two tribes. Then the plain of Sharon. And I gave you the references. And then we spoke about the Philistine plain all the way with the five Philistine towns. And next, we're going to talk the Shephelah. The Shephelah, the low land here. And number three, the hill country. The hill country, which is called also the hill country of Ephraim. And then... The Jordan Valley, and then the Transjordan, Ammon, Moab, Gilead, Bashan, Edom, and then the Negev in the south. The Shfila, the low humble land, and it divides into five valleys, five valleys. Number one, we know the Ayalon Valley, okay, and the Gezer, Ayalon, and Bet Horon. These are all towns that existed on the Ayalon Valley. We know about the Sorek Valley, which is more in Zora and Timna. It's not Timna in the south. There's two Timnas. This is another one in the Sorek Valley. 
Sora is where uh, Samson was from, all right? Sora and Timnah, that was his playground on the Soric Valley. And then we have the Ella Valley, and this is where King David fought with Goliath. And we know about Soho and Azekah. The Israelites were at Soho and the Philistines were at Tel Azekah and they had the battle down in the valley. And number four is Beit Govrin Valley. Beit Govrin Valley, we speak about Morasha, Lachish, and Gat. Lachish was the second biggest city after Jerusalem. We hear about it. The Sennacherib 723 BCE came and destroyed these cities in the south. And we know that all these towns, cities were captured by Joshua. This is the verses 1040, chapter 12, verse 8. And that was allotted for the, both the tribes of Judah and Benjamin territories. The Shvila, the lowland, the humble land. This is a picture of the Shvila. If you've never been in Israel or if, you, or if you've been here before visiting, this is just to refresh your memories the lowland and then you see the hill country all the way up the hill country now we're going to discuss and talk about the hill country and it consists of three parts the hills of Ephraim the hills of the Manasseh and the hills of Judah, the hill country. The hills of Ephraim, this is a long bridge just to let you know and the hill country is really important to understand because we know that the kingdom of Judah was there because we're speaking about also Jerusalem, speaking about Samaria and we're speaking about Ephraim. So it's so important to understand because of its location in the center of the country and when you are on the hill on the top it's easy to battle and to be victorious because if you're on the top no one can come to conquer you but to the opposite you can go down to the philistine plains and conquer them so location and topography is so much important and just to remind you the question today why it's important to understand the geography of the Bible and hopefully by the end of this session you're gonna have the answer. So let's go into the division of the hill country. Hills of Ephraim, 40 by 50 miles. This is the home of Joshua. Joshua was his playground was the hills of Ephraim. You can read that in Joshua 19, 49 to 50. And then we know about the capital of Samaria at one stage. Remember King Ahab, he had his capital in Samaria and Shechem and Shiloh. We just spoke about it. Then we have the hills of Manasseh and it's more east. It's more east. Moab, Ammon and Edom. We can speak about it and read from Joshua 17, 14 to 18. And the hills of Judah more to the south. 50 by 20 miles, and this is captured by Joshua. And you can read the verses. And he fortified these cities like Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Lachish, and you can find the references in 2 Kings 18 13. We come to section number four, which is the Jordan Valley. The Jordan Valley extends all the way from the Sea of Galilee down to the south of the Dead Sea. It's, a, it's a, considered to be a large area to to the land here, 70 miles 
like wide and from 4 to 14 miles long. And it starts from the Yarmouk River to Wadi Farah south. I know you might not understand these words and the Yarmouk River where it's located, but as I said, this is really dedicated for people who understand geography. And this is the area also where Lot settled, Genesis 13, 10 to 11. This is the area where Israel camped before crossing the Jordan River. We are reading Deuteronomy and Numbers. And this is where Elijah, Prophet Elijah, where went all the way up with the chariots of fire. And this is where Elijah head away all the way from Queen Jezebel when he ran away all the way to the south. And this is where Zedekiah, the last king of the Israelite kingdom, was captured. And, and this is part of the area that Moses was allowed to see from Mount Nebo, all the way from Mount Nebo. And the fifth, the fifth geographical region is the Transjordan Plateau, which we spoke about the King's Highway, which is a very important highway to understand. So it speaks about Bashan, the six cities of refuge location, mentioned Deuteronomy 4, 4 to 3. And we are speaking now east of the land of Israel into Jordan. And just to let you know that a, the land of Israel is not only, the land of the Bible is not only Israel, it's Jordan, north to Lebanon, Syria, Egypt, that's all called the land of the Bible. It's not only Israel. There's a misconception, people think only the Holy Land is Israel. No, it's bigger, the picture is bigger. So now we're talking about what the Bible describes and says about East, East, the land of Canaan, which is Transjordan, Jordan and is divided into Bashan, Gilad also, Gilad, remember Jacob fight and with the angel also and his name changed from Jacob all the way to Israel and also we know the land of Gilad is where Jacob flight from Laban, it's mentioned in Genesis, the land of Ammon, Ammonites, Amman, the name Amman, the capital come from the word Ammonites and Moabites also, the region of the Moabites, Genesis nineteen thirty seven, and King David even, his family, he, during his flight from Saul, went all the way, all the way to Moab, and he conquered Ammon, and he lived for a couple of years in the Ammonite kingdom in Jordan. And then with the land of Edom, it's settled by the descendants of Esau and in of Adam we know about that the father of Herod the Great Antipater he was from Edom Edomites which is East Jordan Edomites and number six the Negev the south Negev means the dry land and we don't have much rain there only from five to eight inches of rain and it's one of the houses, homes of Abraham. You can read in Genesis 12, 9. And settled by the tribes of Judah and Simeon. And we know about the Nabataeans went and lived. And they had the spice routes. And they had the hidden, hidden waters and wells that they knew all the way. That took them all the way 
to the east, even the capital of the Nabataeans was Petra. And they really knew how to master the desert. And we know that the mother of Herod the Great, Kypros, she was a Nabataean princess too. Anyway, also in the south, we have the Romans ruled and Byzantines. And we have in the fourth century, a lot of monks lived all the way in the Judean desert. And this is also another view of the Jezreel Valley all the way down. And then we have another view here from Mount Nebo. Mount Nebo where Moses looked all the way at the promised land. If you look carefully here in this area, you can see also Jericho. You can see also Jericho in this area. And the desert, you see this is a twin stores group that is having a camera ride in the desert and really it's uh, people enjoy it so much but i tell you it's not the best experience and because if you take a long 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 tour on the camels it will be really tough and hard but it's a fun experience 15 10 minutes this is enough for every group but this is a caravan of camels and by the way do you know how much a caravan of camel how many camels there should be to call it a caravan for an ancient standards? It's 500 camels to call it a caravan. So this is only a small group. We have like 20 camels, like 50 people traveling through the desert. So by the way, if you come through to stores, we can arrange for you a great camel ride. So why, back to the question, back to the question, why to study about the geography of the Bible? why it's so important to learn about geography and this is part of the answers geography will help us to understand the biblical stories in a better and deeper way also geography will help us to understand the god of the bible that's so important if you need to know about the god yahuwah the god of the bible and his name and his identity and his character you need to understand about the geography all right it's all linked together because he created this land and we the more you understand his creation and the land and the people groups the more you understand god himself and more if I go more deeper, when you study geography, it will help you to understand more your faith. It will gonna bring clarity when you understand these biblical names and these valleys and the topography and the geography and the roads. It will help you more to understand scripture. And when you understand scripture better, your faith will become stronger. So why geography matters? And because geography will change the way we understand scripture. When you learn more about geography, when you come to the land of Israel and you see all these six different categories of the land of Israel and the geography, you will understand more the Bible. The stories will become more sense to you have deeper meaning and you will understand the events that took place and you will understand also 
why these events took place at these certain locations. And then after you understand this, you will have a deeper appreciation of the Bible and the God of the Bible. And it can benefit your spiritual life. We have so many people that came from all over the world, from you name it, from the Philippines, from China, from Singapore, from USA, even from Australia, when they come to a tour through the land of the Bible, their eyes are so much opened and they deeper their understanding of scripture and it makes more sense to them. It's gonna be more simple and hopefully by the end of the session, I was able to help you to understand the different topographical regions. I'm gonna go back and show you this cross-section topographical map of the land of Israel and you will understand better. So this is the first location. We said the coastal plain, the Mediterranean Sea, which is divided into three parts and we talked about it. Then we have the Shfila, the lowland, and then we have the hill country. See how much the hill country is high? And then we have the Jordan Valley. We spoke about it and the Great African Rift Valley. And you see how much the elevation is down? So when you, are located most of the time the Israelites the hill country is here so they will be able to be protected and conquer the Philistines down all right and they are protected through this route too so location and topography is so much powerful and important and then we have the Transjordan and we have Mount Nebo and the elevation 3,000 feet on the top and this is where Moses looked all the way down at the promised land so when you understand Topography is so much important. And the country is very small. It's very tiny, but it was it is very diverse. It's very diverse. So this topographical map will help you to understand the land of Israel and the six divisions we talked about. So I hope you enjoyed this session. I hope that really you got a better understanding of the pages of the Bible. And if you didn't have an opportunity to come to the land of the Bible here, I had this idea to do really online sessions and teachings every one month. I'm going to take different subjects about the land. And this can help you to understand scripture online without visiting the land. And also, if you want to come and visit the land, if you're a pastor or if you have churches and you have a group that want to come to Israel, just this is my email and this is the website. You can contact us. We host people and church groups from all over the world. This is my car. This is my, my location. And if you are in Jerusalem and we are in the center downtown of Jerusalem and we are located in Jaffa Road and it's a big building nearby the Jewish market in Jaffa Road there's a big building called the Klal building and we are located in Jaffa Road 97 so drop us a visit our offices are in the second floor and office number 201 and you can drop us an email or call us or if you are from USA I have also a USA number that is available 24 hours a day, all the time you can call. So if you want to bring a group to Israel, it is very simple. Just email us. It's so much simpler to start a tour.
and the group should not be big like if you have 10 people even friends 12 people that can do also when you come to the land of Israel your life will change forever we you will never read the Bible the same again I promise you your life will be so much so much different so I hope you enjoyed the webinar I hope you enjoyed the teachings and I'm looking really forward just to see what do you think about this online teaching and if you have any questions really please email me or just uh, message me and I will be very happy to answer you back with an email I might not answer you immediately all right but I will answer you back definitely so thank you so much please if you love this session share it with your friends share it with so many people and share it with the, on social media and really spread these teachings around all is free and if you're interested to learn more and if you're interested to have more online sessions please email me and I will update you about the next session I'm gonna do every one month a session about a subject from scripture thank you so much it's so much appreciated and I'm looking forward to connect with you again soon so this is our website, www.twinstours.org. And when you enter the website, go to the media section. And on the media section, there are a lot of YouTube teachings, a lot of teachings from the location of the stories of the Bible in the land of Israel. And these are really good teachings that Israel will come to you. The Bible will come to you wherever you are. So if you want more information, get to my website, www.twinstours.org, to the media section, a lot of video teachings. Thank you so much. And I'm really looking for the next session. I'm really looking to connect with you again. All the best. This was Andre from Twins Tours, your online tour guide from the land of the Bible. Bye-bye.